Bulletcast for life. Yo, yo, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is I for Black History Month. You know, I'm the African-American nightmare, uh, Philip Antwine, and I'm joined by a special guest. Uh, it's Black History Month, so I had to I had to celebrate with one of the uh, premier uh, accounts that celebrates uh, black wrestling in the wrestling world. Uh, Henny Wrestling, all the way from New York. Henny, what's going on, brother? Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me. No problem, man. No problem. I, uh, I, I saw you at GSW. Uh, back in August, correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. We didn't get to chop it up. I was doing some commentary. Yes, but uh, I hope it. I hope it was okay. No, it was fine. It was fine. Like we're we're adults. We all, we'd be all over the place. It's all good. For sure, for sure. So just tell people uh, a little bit about yourself. You know, how'd you start watching wrestling? Uh, and how you be, got such a presence on the internet? Uh, because you meet everybody. You meet every wrestler imaginable, man. <laughs> well, all right. So this is Henny Wrestling, grown man who loves God and wrestling. Um, I loved wrestling ever since I was a kid. I'll say 98, 99, around that time. Um, it just grasped, I don't know how, but um as as years went by, it had their ups and downs because um the attitude era and the ruthless aggression era was like those times was like awesome. And then after after those two eras, it's like it kind of went up and down, up and down, up until I got to know um, the indies and and New Japan and these and these brands, which I wish I knew them early. But um, you know, better late than never. But um, wrestling has always been with me, even if I left, even if I left it for a while. Wrestling has always wrestling has always been my love and 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 my passion after God, after my family. So. It's, it's just it's just crazy how even though I left it for a bit, I still came back and and here and here I am. Absolutely, man. Wrestling is like that safety net, that safety blanket keeps you safe, shields you from the wrong that's going on in the world. Yes, definitely, sir. Definitely. Yes, sir. So the Black Power Ranking, I haven't done one of these since what last year I, I realized. And I was like, man, I got to do I got to do more of these. But uh, we're, we're going to kick it off at number five. I'm going the revolutionary Darius Lockhart. Uh, he has been making waves around the indie scene for quite some time. He's uh, in the NWA. He's in the uh, the junior heavyweight tournament. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be him and Austin Aries in the final, which I'm I'm down for that. Uh, is it? I, th- I I don't know if it's the final. I don't know if it's the fatal four way or or are they doing the semifinals? I'm not too sure. I'm not. I'm I'm not too sure either, but I I think it's gonna be those two in the final. I hope. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything about a fatal four way. I, I guess I gotta pay more attention. But you know, just, I've been I've been watching Lockhart for quite some time, and people are really finally starting to talk about him more, which is great. Uh, what are your thoughts on Darius Lockhart and him coming in at number five on the Black Power ranking? Um, I don't know him too. I don't know him too much. I'm sorry, guys. Don't attack me. <laughs> I don't know him too much. I did see him shoot a promo. Or during the tournament, I was like, okay, but I guess I have to do my homework and and see and um and see him a lot more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, coming in at number four is somebody that we all know, uh, Jade Cargill, the inaugural TBS champion 
for All Elite Wrestling. Uh, she's only been in the business for 11 months, and God, she's money. She is absolute money. Her look, her presentation, putting her with smart Mark Sterling was a great a, a great thing to do. Like she just she looks so impressive. She's gotten better in the ring, and I think they've they've done a great job with with her. Kind of the, what Paul Heyman used to do with ECW: show the strengths, highlight the strengths, focus on the strengths, hide the weaknesses, and they've done a great job with that. What are you, What are your thoughts on Jade Cardgill? I love Jade Cargill. Um, a lot of people is like they're not liking her. Some of them do, but it's like we have seen people that they never stepped foot in the Indies and they have success in WWE and and now with AEW. Like we have seen that. So it's so a lot. I know a lot of people is like have have critics. Some people are hating. Like hey, you gonna have haters no matter what. Especially especially Jade Cargill with that athletic look. Like, goodness gracious. But um, I like her. Um, she um, she's going to improve as years as years go by. If she's like continue with the work ethic and have that mindset of like always learning, always growing, because if you just think if you think you made it, you just you're you going that's the ceiling you're going to you're going to you're going to be it. But if you just be a sponge, you just continue to learn and grow. I think the sky's the limit for Jay Cargill, but she's a tremendous athlete. Um, she's in a, this amazing undefeated streak. I think people just need to calm down and let let the, and let things flow and let the time tell whether or not Jay Cargill would would be in the in the top. But for now, she's amazing. No, she'll definitely be the AEW Women's Champion eventually. And I mean, I like Smart Mark with her, but I think because like she uses so her finisher is called Jaded. It's the uh, the you know the the hook and ladder sit down mm-hmm. face buster. Uh, the glam slam Beth Phoenix used, but yeah. I mean Jazz used it. In, in, there was the bitch clamp back in the day. So if we can get Jazz with Jade Cardigan, come on, come on, somebody that can talk, somebody that can. You know, she still wrestles here and there, and yeah. I th- I think that would be a nice program. It's up think, to Jazz. Let's see it, what happens. It is up to Jazz. I mean, she she's she's active on social media. She's done work with AEW in the past. She was in one of those battle royals that the women had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's something that TK, if you're listening, look into it, brother. <laughs> uh, coming in at number three, he is the North American champion of NXT. Carmelo Hayes, Melo is money. Of uh, the former, the former Christian Casanova. I mean, he he was on the New York Indies scene. Did, did you watch him on the Indies? Listen, like I said, I wish I knew about the Indies early, and I because um. I'm I be with Battle Club recently, and he used to be with Battle Club along with Tasha Steeles and the crew. And I wish I I wish I knew him back then when he was working with Battle Club, like that. I would know. I like that. I would see like in person how talented this man is. Like this man is amazing. Like yo, it's true what he says. When he shoots, he don't miss. This man is amazing. Man, Mello don't miss. He's just so good on the mic. I mean, the promo where you know he poured one out. Rest in piss to all my ops. I'm like, this oh, guy yeah. is great. <laughs> this guy is great. I mean, he's so smooth and so crisp in the ring. He 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 has that uh he has that rock esque star power appeal about him. Like you can you can see it. And I don't know how old he is. And I'm he's still relatively young. I don't think he's thirty yet. But hey, no, man, he's 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 in the right place. He's in the right place to to learn you know the business and to learn a style to where he can perform. 
well until he's like 50, you know, because, you know, the WWE has a certain style that prolongs careers like that. But uh, Carmelo Hayes, man, he, he's doing excellent work. I, I, and him at Trick Williams with him. Oh, yeah. It's a money act. It's a, it's a money act for the main roster. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Any, any other thoughts about Carmelo Hayes? No, he's amazing, man. I like okay, he's with he's with the E. I'm just concerned of like, okay, when they decide him to move him up, are they just gonna drop the ball? With are they gonna drop the ball, Carmelo Hayes? Because that's the thing, like with these wrestlers, when it comes to NXT, they're gold. They're gold. But then when they move up to the main roster, it's like a different direction. And it's I, like I'm wanna, concerned about that. I want to throw this out there to you. And I heard Sir Wilkins say this from the Job or Tears podcast. Shout out to Sir Wilkins and everybody over there. He once said, is it the fact that WWE doesn't know what to do with them? Or is it the fact that they get to the main roster and the and the wrestler or the act that is that gets tra- transferred up there? They don't know how to uh, transition to a larger crowd, to a larger audience. I guess it's the sec- I guess it's the second one because um well both because sometimes sometimes they don't know what to do they put they throw so much ideas at them and it's like oh it doesn't fit like what the hell are you doing like what the hell are you doing I mean it it, it goes it, I mean you can, there are acts that have gone have, have gone through NXT that have you know been semi successful or quite successful and have worked on the main roster you. You have I, I I look at a Kevin Owens and and stuff like that the Street Profits, you know that's that's probably the a perfect example. Are there acts that were terrible in NXT and have great success on the main roster, a la Elias wherever he's at, you know? So <laughs> it, it's a uh, I guess it it, de- it depends on the act and it depends on what they can do. Now if they just become a victim of a budget cut, then you know I don't want to hear that budget cut. I don't want to <laughs> hear, but. Um, so to cut you off, my thing is this. All right. If you're going to bring someone on the roster, you got to like, like gradually, like show, um, show to the audience little by little. So the audience, I mean, us hardcore wrestling fans, we're, we're going to know who they are, but the casual fans little by little, like they could start investing in these, in these wrestlers. Cause you can't just bring them up in the main roster, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw them to the audience that they're casual and doesn't even know who in the world is, is this, is this male or female? I feel like, I feel like whatever they had at NXT bring to bring it up to the main roster and, and little by little, like present it to the audience. So the audience can be um, inv- invested, whether baby face or heel. That's just my opinion. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, next up, number two, it is the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. He's a two-time champion. He defeated uh, the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble despite the shenanigans of our tribal chief. But, uh, hey, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy for Bobby, uh, twice the world champion. This time he, he's had it during Black History Month. Last year it was extended one day because Lashley won it on the 1st of March. But – uh. Well, what I, I haven't talked to you about this. What was your overall opinion of the first run of dominance of Bobby Lashley with the WWE Championship? And now what are your thoughts that he has it again going into the Elimination Chamber? All right, so his first run, I was I was concerned. I was concerned because, like, we already saw what happened with Kofi Kingston. When Kofi Kingston won the WWE title, he was happy, was excited, and then they dropped the ball. So I was concerned with Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley, this man got the looks. I feel like he should have won that 
way before he came back to WWE, in my opinion. But um, I was just concerned because of like, okay, if this doesn't work out, are they? Are he's gonna drop the title to these part timers, these these guys that are like, um, that people know since the '90s and early 2000s. Like, are, are they gonna? He's gonna drop the belt to these guys. But I loved his run, and he looked dominant. He looked like he took out everyone that was in front of him. Um, that feud with Drew, I didn't like it that much because the fact that okay, WrestleMania he won, and then they add. Strowman at that time, and then they faced him again at Hell in a Cell. I wasn't too witty, but all in all, like his his first run was his first run. I I enjoyed it. It was pure dominance. But now that he's WWE champion, I'm concerned. Next Saturday is Elimination Chamber, and I'm concerned that he might drop the belt to Brock Lesnar, and then have this title versus title WrestleMania. And every one of us is going to look at it like, yo, what was the point of him winning the title Royal Rumble and then dropping it the next month? Well, so WrestleMania is two nights. We, we could get a triple threat in there somehow, can't we? Listen, listen. If they're going to do Lesnar versus Reigns, title versus title, forget about it, bro. I don't care. But it's box office. I don't care if it's box office. We've seen this like four or five times already. Nobody wants to see it. Like, stop it. Hey, hey man, look, I'll throw this out there, man. Rock and, Rock and Austin happened more times than Brock and Roman. Here we here we go. Everybody, see? Everybody I, I, throw, I, throw, I, throw, I throw it out there because pe- people don't really think about that. Like, if, I, if social media was around back then, People probably would have complained about it. Let, let's let's be real. I don't think I don't think so because because the because Rock and Austin it was so like it like you were so invested in that in you, in, in that rivalry. You you were you were and but I, you look at Brock and Roman. The matches are going to be physical. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, but like, but here's the thing: you're you're looking at a part timer versus a full timer. Like, Rock well, I mean, Brock, Brock's been there basically every week. He, he's full time now. I'd say uh, full time. Oh, but that because we're in this, we're in WrestleMania season. Wait until after WrestleMania, you won't see, you won't hear him until probably SummerSlam. What if he wins? <laughs> if he wins, well, it is what it is. I have no, I have no control. I have no decision. That 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 it's something that's very interesting coming into WrestleMania season. We're gonna wait and see, but uh, I. I <coughs> excuse me. I hope Bobby can somehow squeeze out the chamber and go into WrestleMania and have a nice yeah. program for, for the yeah, for the championship. But uh, I mean, Saudi Arabia, blood money in the sand. It's it's the it's the land of the part timers. You know, Goldberg could walk out the champion. We don't know. No, oh, yeah, that's another one too, bro. You imagine Lesnar and Goldberg title for the title? Oh my God, people gonna be pissed. <laughs> Man, though, oh, geez, they, they would, they would. All right, uh, before we get to number one, honorable mention, I got to give it to absolute Ricky Starks, a beautiful counter of Jay Lethal's lethal injection into the Rochambeau finishing maneuver to retain the FTW championship. I know you got a couple of replicas. You, do you have the FTW title? <laughs> I don't got the FTW. Heck no. <laughs> oh, man. If they, if they, but, he, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he has the replica. <laughs> I don't have a replica. Forget that. <laughs> Ricky Starks is great, though. Great. He's great. I, I don't know why he's not on TV often, but he is great. I know. They, 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 need to, they need to do more with him. All right, number one, it happened last night uh, at the time of this recording. Keith Lee, the Bearcat, made his debut with All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> um, he, he's, he beat uh, what Isaiah Cassidy. He's in the Face of the Revolution ladder match. 
Uh, Keith Lee looking 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 a little bigger, huh? Blaming that quarantine like um two years ago. <laughs> man, but, man, a little too much wedding cake. <laughs> nah, he was he was already big before that wedding cake. <laughs> this is true. This is true. No, nah, but hey, man, congrats to Keith Lee. Uh, now I I mean I've on my show I've I've uh I have voiced my opinions about AEW and the way they book black talent and stuff like that. Um, let's see what can happen. I mean, it look. If if he doesn't succeed, like in a reasonable amount of time, like I'll give them till it's it's February. We'll we'll give we'll, we'll give them till uh full gear. We'll give them till full Ooh, gear. Okay. And if it doesn't work, then you know, hey, it, it is what it is. <laughs> I I I guess we could put it like that. Because I mean, you yeah. saw that reaction. It's not hard, man. Push him to the moon. I went. I went bananas. Like push I was him like, to the moon. Oh my have Lord. him. Have him win the ladder match. Have him beat Sammy Guevara because Sammy Guevara has been made. The inner circle did what it was supposed to do for Sammy. Make him. Make him a star, and he is that. But have him. Have him beat Sammy and just go on a tear with that uh, TNT Championship and have true open challenges. Not you, an open challenge. You don't. You don't announce the opponent. Somebody That's walks cool. out. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I got some true open challenges. Like let's let let let's do some stuff. Hell, hell, throw Keith Lee over in Japan real quick. Throw him in the G one. You know, like Ooh. can you imagine having your TNT champion go the distance of the G one? Not to win, oh, but he but he's in like the quarter. He's in like the quarters or, or the sep. No, he's not. He need put him in the semis. You can put him in the semis. Yeah, at least that quarter semis. Yeah, one of, one of- yeah. I'm just saying something something like that would be. Would be uh, something something fantastic, but I mean, what were your thoughts about uh, Keith Lee's debut in AEW? I saw you've already released the video about you know the merch. You know, you're slapping the car like, "Hey, give me that, give me all that." <laughs> uh, okay, first and foremost, I thought you're gonna have Moose at number one because that man is money in Impact Wrestling. Um, Keith Lee last night. Um, a lot of people predicted that he was gonna make his debut. I was just gonna wait because like. Yeah, you could say a person may do a debut, but then it could be someone else. But um, man, I wish I was there. Like the ovation, the ovation that this man had last night was amazing. Like this is, I was like, yo, this is the guy that I I saw in NXT. This is the guy that I saw at Evolve two years ago before the pandemic. Like I'm so happy that he's with Oi Lee. Um, I just hope that. I just hope that Tony Khan and the rest of the crew has plans for him. Um, you give him, you give him to full gear. I'll give him to next year. Cause like I'm a type of person that has to, has to think long run too many of us where we want things quick and out instead of like w- waiting and prolonging and, and figure it out. If things make sense, you have it to f- go ahead. Go ahead. He, he could be the, see, this is, this is something you saw what Adam Cole did with a hangman page. I'd have Adam Cole beat hangman at revolution. Let, Ad, so. let yeah, Adam I'll have his run. And then we kind of circle back to the, uh, what they did in NXT title for title. That would be a good idea, but you're going to have some people crying. <laughs> you, you could do that. We you saw could do that. NXT. Why are you going to see this AEW? <laughs> you could do that. Or, you know, Keith, Keith Lee could just be like, I'm next, you know, just, have this run and be like, no, I'm I'm next. And then at full gear, we can get something nice or do it on the uh, 
the winter is coming December show that they do. Coming. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give them till winter is coming. I'll give I'll give them till winter is coming. Because the thing, because the thing is like, listen, Keith, like Keith Lee is a star without shot of a doubt. That man is a star. You put him in a spot, that dude is going to shine. But I'm just concerned because like right now, AEW is just full full of full of wrestlers, and and that's my thing with AEW. Like they're trying to figure out what to do with with certain wrestlers. Uh, what spots they they have they need to do this down the third and that's my concern with, with AEW. now you got key flea like are you're gonna are you're gonna like push him like you're pushing hangman page and all these guys or you're just gonna put them at, at and in um in 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 dark and rampage have his matches uh up until like some people feels like to invest in key flea but I don't know, man. I'm just, that's that's my concern with Keith Lee. Like he is a star, but it's just like I'm just concerned with the bookings with AEW. That's fine with Keith Lee. Keith Lee is a television money act. For a man his size and the things that he can do, it's not hard, you know. And I, I was at I was at one of the uh, one of the last uh, WWE shows that he was as the Bearcat. I'm just I'm looking. I'm like, well, this this is interesting. But like I'm listening. I'm like, okay, but the 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 reaction is still there. You know, so there, there's still something there. It's unfortunate that he got released, but you know he's uh he, he's he's ready to uh he's, he's ready to go. Do anything with him. He he is ready to go. I, I like how he's not rocking the uh, the gray beard. That, 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 that I was thinking, about. I was like, wait a minute, he's gonna rock with the gray beard? Like, are we gonna call him Papa Lee? Papa Lee, <laughs> Papa Lee. Yes, 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 yes. Oh man, uh, Henny, thank you so much, man. Let the people know where they can find you, brother. All right, guys, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, and also on Anchor, which I put my pod- I put um, episode of podcasts every now um, every now and then. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. You guys already know where to follow the BC at BulletCast on Twitter, the BulletCast on Instagram and YouTube. You guys already know where to find me on Instagram and Twitter, Heel Antoine, H-E-E-L-A-N-T-W-I-N-E. Thank you guys so much, Henny. Thank you so much, brother. And whenever I'm back on the East Coast for GSW, we got to hang out. Yes, sir. Yep. Oh, well, they're coming back on the 19th, so I'm not too sure. Because if... they, I don't know. They haven't mentioned the matches yet. I'm like, what's going on over here? I, I don't think that's going to be happening. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But, Henny, thank you so much, man. No, thanks for having me, man. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.